COVID-19 has devastated America's dance industry. In a survey conducted by Dance NYC on New York and New Jersey dancers, 63% reported income struggles due to COVID-19's impact. Over 6,100 performances were canceled. Another survey conducted by research organization RAND reported that 27.4% of performance artists experienced pandemic-related unemployment, even established organizations are struggling. Earlier in April, the American Ballet Theater canceled their Met season and touring schedule, losing $18 million in revenue. The New York City Ballet also canceled their annual performance of The Nutcracker, a first for the city since 1954. For Sarah Serger, dancer at Ryu Dance Company, her last performance was in France. We went to France the night that Donald Trump said, you shouldn't go to Europe. We're closing down the borders. We were in the D Detroit airport and we were kind of like, hey, do we go? Do we not go? We were supposed to leave for a five-week tour in France and it was a very crazy situation, but we ended up going. And while we were there, Paris shut down. France became like it was the beginning, the very first lockdown, like before New York had even shut down. And we did one show the day that they banned gatherings of a hundred or more. And there were like very, very few people in the audience. And we did one show and it was very stressful and it was very hard because none of the dancers really wanted to be there. We were very scared. We just wanted to get home. And then we came home and that was the last I performed. A month later, she was released from her contract. She stayed financially afloat thanks to babysitting jobs, unemployment, and her husband's support. I feel very fortunate because my husband's a software engineer. He was a dancer in the same company actually, where we met and he he broke his foot, made a full recovery, and then decided he didn't want to dance anymore. That was in 2016. So I feel very blessed and grateful because I have a husband who has had a consistent job this entire time and understands the grief that I'm having as a dancer not being able to dance because he was a dancer. I spoke to Ryu's booking manager, Brian Flynn, who told me that without show bookings, it's a major loss of revenue. He works with theater presenters, think of them as theater agents, who schedule performances for dance companies and talent. For most companies our size, our number that we would shoot for to get would be like 25,000. And that would be for one show. So that would be, we call it a run out. So in, for instance, we would leave Friday morning, do a show Saturday, come back Sunday. Despite sounding like a high profit, it's expensive to organize a performance. Then we have to give the dancers per diem, and then at the travel, and then the hotels, and then rental cars sometimes. I mean, it just like goes up and up. Mm -hmm. So it's really figuring out like what the company actually gets in their pocket after all those expenses are paid. So like if we got a $25,000 fee, sometimes we only end up 10 grand in our pocket. Dance instructor Sarah Hawk's career has also been impacted. She teaches at South Bay Movement in Torrance, California, a studio specializing in competitive dance. For Hawk, COVID hit right when the competitive dance season kicks off. As a competitive dancer, that's kind of when the height of your season starts is right at the end of February, beginning of March. So that was when all of our girls were planning on going to their first, actually they had just gone to their first competition of the season. They normally do about five to seven that kind of run until the end of July, which is nationals are in July. Other dancers like Bryn Graham have fortunately found work. She's now a company artist at South Valley Ballet in Morgan Hill, California, but she notes that her circumstances aren't typical of dancers during COVID. It's definitely an anomaly in the dance community, although having a season contract is definitely an anomaly. And my friends who are still dancing for the company I was with last year, the new ballet, they also have a season, but we're in this weird situation where some of the very big companies canceled their seasons because they just can't have all of their dancers working right now. While it's too early to tell what the future of dance is, 
All dancers I spoke to agreed that the virtualization of dance, whether it's performances or classes, will be a lasting effect due to COVID. I think there's also been a really cool trend. Companies have published old recordings of things to YouTube that normally are copyrighted, locked in the video vault. Dance is more accessible than ever on the internet to people now. Trying to bring dance out into the world in whatever way possible during COVID has made people in this art form that is so tied to tradition be a lot more curious about how they can do their thing. Bailu, Columbia Journalism School.